Hi, welcome to the Let's Get Stoned podcast, a cannabis culture show for girls, gals, non-binary pals, and all our other growers out there. Join us on our journey as we learn how to grow cannabis for the very first time. Hi folks, I'm Dee. And I'm H. And welcome to the very first episode of Let's Get Stoned. What are we going to be talking about today, Dee? An excellent question, H. So, uh, we've decided to create this podcast because we have decided that we wanted to start growing our own cannabis plants. We are in Canada, and it is legal here for us to grow four plants yeah, for four plants at a, a household. Mm-hmm. And um, we are a household. We are. <laughs> So we were doing a bunch of research and then we kind of noticed that it's only dudes out there having these conversations and showing off their groves. So we thought, hey, well, let's create our own podcast. So while we are, you know, cannabis connoisseurs, I don't know if we're connoisseurs, we're, we're not bougie or anything, but while we do enjoy cannabis, we've never grown cannabis before. So this is really our first grow where, where you know, newbies <laughs> to say the least it's going to be a growing journey that we hope you will follow us on because we are definitely going to make mistakes along the way you know we both have lots of house plants <laughs> and we kind of felt like how far off could it be from growing you know a temperamental house plant to growing cannabis well i'm sure it's going to be much different but how different could it be And by a lot, H means that we have about 70 plants in our house. So uh, we definitely are comfortable uh, growing plants, but cannabis is obviously a little bit more temperamental. So it will be really interesting for us to kind of embark on this growing journey together. Yeah. And, you know, we've we've both grown both indoors and outdoors and have gardens. So I think this is, you know, an interesting next step for us in our household plant journey. For the first episode, we are going to talk about all the gear that we purchased uh, for this first grow. Mm-hmm, absolutely. H is the researcher among us, and so she has uh, diligently been scouring the internet trying to find the best kind of gear uh, for growing cannabis. So I'm just going to ask her what she got us for this grow. Yeah. And I mean, like, the best within reason. Well, yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not loaded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> well, H, what did we buy? Yeah, we actually bought quite a few things for this first grow. And I think we'll just start right from the beginning. So the first thing that we actually purchased was the Spider Farmer 1000 kit. And this kit, you know, I was pricing out all of the items individually and as a complete beginner you know basically I really have no idea what I'm doing and so I thought that a kit would probably be the best way to go to just get everything we might need all in one place from a reputable place with quality that I know I can trust that's been well reviewed that being said I went with the spider farmer 1000 kit this is a smaller kit so people who you know are comfortable or want to grow smaller amounts of cannabis, I think that this probably kit would be perfect for them. We got the Spider Farmer 1000 kit and it comes with the two by two grow tent. Um, This tent isn't very big. So two by two is obviously 
one of the smallest grow tents you can get um, for starting your own cannabis, unless you were going to go with like a space bucket or, you know, one of those hidden cannabis, doing it in your own closet or secret cannabis grows. Um, but of course, you know, in Canada, it's legal. We don't have to worry about any of that. So we went ahead and got the Spider Farmer 2x2 grow tent. This one's quite short. So the grow tent is only four feet, seven inches. So I think we're just going to have to sort of be aware of that and, you know, think about the height of our plant uh, before we send it off to flower. I mean, ultimately, too, I think one of the reasons why it appealed to us is because we just don't have a whole lot of space in our house. So hopefully it will provide a decent amount of space for a good yield, but without having, you know, a huge sort of tent in one of our living areas. Yeah, absolutely. And also, you know, being in Canada, we're not relying on growing cannabis to have cannabis. You know, we can go to our local dispensary and pick some up. Um, that's what we're smoking right now. So while it might not be of, of the same quality as something we would produce, you know, if we don't produce as much, it's not the end of the world. No, we're not trying to grow like a pound of cannabis for our first grow. Definitely not the, the goal of this. Um, for us, it's just for, we just want to have some fun. Yeah. Um, and just try something new. Mm-hmm. All right, H. So we are. We've talked about the tent. What else came in the the kit? Yeah. So the kit actually came with a bunch of the things that I was most nervous about purchasing, um, just because I'm not experienced. So um, the kit came with the grow tent. Um, it came with a mixed flow inline fan, which you use to move air through the tent, turn over air in the tent. It came it with a plug-in timer for the lights. It's an analog timer versus one of those like fancy digital ones. Uh, came with a temperature and humidity meter, which I actually had some trouble setting up originally, but seems to be working fine. We're currently trying to find the right spot in our house to start our grow, and we'll talk about that in one of our later episodes, so stay tuned. It came with a carbon filter. Uh, so the carbon filter is used to clean the air, especially remove the very recognizable weed smell from the air so you don't smell weed throughout your entire house. And with the inline fan and the carbon filter, they also had some ducting with that to help hook it up. Then it also came with four five-gallon fabric pots, also known as smart pots, which are sort of like standard for growing cannabis in. As opposed to clothes pots, you know, they tend to dry, the fabric pots tend to dry out a little bit faster. Uh, so it's probably especially good for, for first-time growers because we're going to be less likely to be overwatering our pots or overwatering our plants. And it also came with a trellis net, also known as a scrog net, in the package. Oh yeah, and of course it came with the light. Now the light is um, one of the most important parts of growing cannabis and this light you know was made for the 2x2 two two grow tent. It's produced by Spider, Spider Farmer and it is one of the best lights on the market um, according to the research I did of course. So the light is a full spectrum Samsung LED light and it comes with a dimmer as well. So we can turn down the power for when our plants don't necessarily need that much light. Okay, H, I have a question. Yeah. So bear with me, folks, because I'm learning too. Why is it so important to have those fans going? Yeah, for that's a really good question, Dee. There's a number of reasons why you want to have fans going in the tent. You know, 
It's important for airflow in and out of the tent. So plants photosynthesize using um, CO2 or carbon dioxide and they produce oxygen. That's how, you know, pretty much every plant works except for plants that are fused with, you know, lichen. Uh, <laughs> or plants that eat other things like bugs. But for like your standard plants, they're... <laughs> They're going to photosynthesize and they're going to use CO2, convert it to oxygen and use that carbon in the CO2 to build their plant material. And that's how they grow. So I can't remember the stats exactly, but a plant can basically clear, you know, that two by two grow tent of CO2 in a number of hours. So you want to have air circulating um, from outside the grow room into the grow room to make sure that you're refreshing those those levels of CO2 so the plant can keep growing. This is why you probably may also see people putting CO2 packets into their tent to give their plants more CO2. I'm not an experienced grower, so I'm not going to use one of those for this grow. And, you know, maybe that'll come down the road when I figure it all out. Just so you know, H was a biologist in her former life. Um, you folks do not have to be biologists to do this, though. but that was a very thorough explanation, and nice. I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, um, there's other reasons, though, why, too. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> so having some wind blowing on your plants, just like sort of shaking your fiddle leaf fern or fiddle leaf fig tree, rather, um, makes the stem stronger. Having some, you know... Air blowing on your plants helps strengthen those stems. So when you're getting those big fat colas, they don't fall over under the weight of your bud. Uh, you also want fans to help reduce the humidity. If there's too much humidity in, in your grow tent, um, fans will help reduce the humidity by moving the air around. And especially it'll help prevent any sort of fungus or rot below the canopy, especially if you haven't, you know, taken off the leaves or anything. There tends to be a lot of moisture down there and you just want to have airflow going through to prevent any problems. Okay, H, you just said big cola. Big cola. What's a cola? So a cola is the flowering stock. Um, typically, if you're growing a weed plant, um, you know, and you don't modify it in any way or do any sort of training to it, you'll usually get one big cola. And, you know, that is really what we're going for as cannabis growers. Um, we want to have big colas so we can have big harvests. So cola is the part of the plant that, you know, the flower, it's the flower stock of the plant and the flower is what we use to get high, basically to get stoned. So true story, folks, uh, we were watching a video where someone called the colas donkey dongs. <laughs> And uh, that is actually one of the drivers for also creating this podcast. So yes. we didn't have to hear dudes call colas donkey dongs. Yes, I do not want to have, you know, I just do not want to hear it referenced as a donkey dong no. anymore. Donkey dong free zone here. <laughs> um, of course, we included this in our first episode. <laughs> okay, so the fabric pots. I'm also, I also kind of understand too that it's all about oxygen getting to those roots. Yeah, so roots can actually drown. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about the potting soil medium that or the, you know, potting medium that we chose for our first grow in the future. But plants can actually drown. They can suffocate inside the soil medium, especially if there's not enough air. And first time growers 
tend to overwater their plants is my feeling. So fabric pots are great because they allow for evaporation outside out of the side of the plant wall, as opposed to, you know, uh, plastic pots or pots with solid sides where the only way water could evaporate from the plant is either at the top or the bottom. One last question before we move on each. Yeah. Can you explain to folks what a scrognet or trellis is and why that would even be important, especially in a two by two? Yeah, I think that, you know, this could probably be a whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> and it probably will be, actually, but continue. On scrognets. But um, scrognet is a way of training where essentially you're trying to fill the entire tent with leaves and colas. Okay, so basically, we will talk about this later, but it is something called low stress training. And it just helps you maximize your yield. So. Stay tuned for another podcast around that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that was everything that we got in the spider farmer kit. But we did get a number of other things for our first grow. What were some of those things that we ended up getting that weren't inside the kit? And then why did we have to get these extra things? Yeah, thanks. So we got a couple of other things that weren't inside the kit. And these were mostly, you know, other things that we needed to grow. Uh, so... You know, the spider farmer kit we got directly from the spider farmer website. Um, it was on sale at the time for a really great deal. I mean, it was about $380 Canadian, which I think is a very reasonable price to pay for a beginner kit. And then we went to our local hydroponics store and we picked up a few other things. We picked up some Fox Farm Ocean Forest potting soil. Uh, this was one of the soils that was really recommended for, you know, growers, especially first-time growers. So we picked up some of that, and we decided that it would be easier to grow in soil. You know, mostly because it's a, it's a medium that we're really familiar with using. Um, and it's a lot more forgiving to beginners. So plants, especially cannabis plants, have a pH range, and we'll talk about this in a later episode as well, uh, but plants have a pH range that they like to, that they prefer to grow in, and that they're best able to uptake the nutrients in. So where we are in Canada, we actually have a rather high pH. So, you know, straight from the top, we're sitting at a pH of about eight. Um, so cannabis plants prefer a much lower pH to grow in, and they'll do better in a lower pH. But essentially, if you're growing in soil for the first time, that soil can actually act as a buffer, which means that it'll help control the pH as opposed to if you were growing in a soilless medium or if you were growing hydroponically. So I chose soil, we chose soil because we thought it would just be a little bit easier to grow in for this first grow. We also got um, an extra fan. So we got a Wind Devil six inch clip on fan that we can clip to the inside of the tent for extra airflow. We went with General Hydroponics for our nutrients, so we picked up some CalMag to supplement the plants, and then we also picked up um, General Hydroponics Flora Grow, Flora Bloom, and Flora Micro, and I think we can get into that later too. And then we picked up some Garden Soft Ties um, that we will be using for low-stress training, and I'm, I know that we'll talk about that in depth as well. What's CalMag? Uh, so CalMag is calcium magnesium, and it's a nutrient that your plants need. Amazing. And then we did pick up a couple things off of Amazon just because we couldn't find them in our local hydroponics store or we couldn't find them in a price range that made sense for us. So like our local hydroponics store was excellent 
but their pH meters were really quite expensive. So we picked up a, a pH meter from Amazon. I think it's the Perceva pH meter. We picked up a bunch of mini hygrometers, which we'll use when we are maturing our cannabis after the harvest. And then we picked up some general hydroponics pH up and down so we can lower the pH of our water before we water our plants. And then, of course, we picked up our seeds. And I think now we have everything that we need to start growing. Yeah, absolutely. I think in our next episode, we will be talking about seeds as we start to actually germinate them. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. I'm really excited for this grow. We'll see you then, folks. Bye-bye. Well, that's everything for this episode. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week on Let's Get Stoned. Interested in seeing grow videos, cannabis time lapses, and other exclusive content? Check out our Patreon. Did you like this episode? Take a moment and leave us a review on whichever platform you get your podcasts on. If you know someone who would dig our grow, feel free to share this podcast with them. And if you want to tell us what we're doing wrong, you can find us at letsgetstoned.ca. That's .ca because we're Canadian, or at Let's Get Stoned Podcast on Instagram. Until next time, everyone, keep growing. Um, and by a lot, there means we have seven. Oh, shit, fuck. <laughs> I just don't really want to get into it. Do you want to explain? <laughs> I mean, why do they even have to call them donkey dongs in the first place? Like, all seeds are feminized, so technically all of these seeds that are growing, like, big colas are female. So instead of, like, donkey dongs, don't you think we should just call them, like, gigantic cola clits or something? God. Ones that flower grow that are, femi- are females. Yeah, not all plants are, like, female, but... We have feminized seeds and all the plants that produce flower without seed, at least, are female. The ones that produce flower are female. I mean, we can go into whether or not they've become hermaphrodites, but that's its whole own thing. <laughs> but essentially what you're going for is female plants. So instead of donkey dongs, they should be cola clits. <laughs> Giant cola clits. I will definitely take a cola clit over a donkey dong any day. Any day. <laughs> any day.